He was searching for big box PC games at a local secondhand bookstore. What he found was 21 metal albums he had never heard before. This is Thrift Blast. Welcome to the first episode of Thrift Blast. I am your host, Daniel Terry. I've got some cool stuff to show you guys. As the intro that you just heard said, I found all these CDs in a bookstore and I wasn't even looking for them, but now I've found them. And I've got one here for you that I think you're going to really like. This band is called Exhausted Prayer. Their album or EP, I haven't really decided if it's an album or an EP yet, because it's super long. It's over 30 minutes long. And it's called Looks Down in the Gathering Shadow. It took a long time for me to realize this band was called Exhausted Prayer because they've got one of those band logos that is completely indecipherable. I don't know if you've seen those memes online where somebody just takes a whole bunch of sticks and puts them, takes a picture of them, and they're like, this is my new band logo. It's one of those. It's not terrible, but it's definitely leaning in that direction. What caught my eye right off the bat was that I have no idea what the cover artwork is supposed to be. It's like a weird, like, stone fleshy picture with a whole bunch of red, which isn't exactly blood. It's either blood or lava, and I really can't tell. But I was like, well, this has got to be heavy, so I'm going to pick it up. Whenever I put it in, I was immediately blasted by a song called Now Grief. And the thing that I thought was the most interesting about it was that it starts off almost emo sounding, like like one of those dark screamo records from the mid-90s. And I was like, hmm, I don't know how this is going to go because I bought it because I thought it was going to be death metal just based on the logo alone. I wasn't entirely incorrect. It's straight up death metal, but it's very, very progressive. It has kind of a early metalcore sound to it, but with a lot of death metal influences. And the only thing that I can really compare it to is something like the old Under Oath, like the act of depression where it's equal parts deathcore, but also has a lot of death metal elements to it. And that's that's one of the first things that attracted me was that the vocals are super guttural, like indecipherable, like uh, Joe would call it mashed potato mouth. You can't understand a goddamn thing this guy's saying. And that's what I love about it. He does a lot of the deep guttural vocals and a lot of high-pitched shrieks. But the music is pro- the music itself is probably the most interesting thing about it. And that they're kind of they're playing metalcore or at least old school metalcore with death metal, but it's very progressive. Like they have no problem making the songs melodic when they need to. And you know, speaking of the vocals, the vocals really aren't overpowering it at all. These songs kind of go into a lot of different soundscapes. And I think that's really cool because the vocals aren't overpowering all of it. You really get to let the songs breathe and kind of get an idea of where they're going to go. And it's kind of disappointing that the album's only like five songs because I think if these guys had continued, and I don't know if they did or not, I I know nothing about the band, and that's kind of the whole point of this. And I would say, you know, if I would give this a thumbs up or a thumbs down for being a thrift release, I give it a total thumbs up. I think it's fucking awesome. And uh, I I really hope that the other 21 albums are close to this. So I would definitely recommend this to people that are fans of, like, the super old Under Oath albums or even just death metal in general. Uh, Don't let the metalcore thing that I said detract you. If you're only into death metal, I think you're going to find this enjoyable in kind of an Opeth sort of way. And so that's that's definitely a, a thumbs up for me. This is one of the best ones out of the whole lot. The next one that I picked up was from a band called Autumn Twilight. 
And I wasn't really sure what to think about it because it's got kind of a gothy type of cover, like there's a cathedral on it. And uh, the album's called As Light Suffers Colors, which just kind of comes off a little weird to me because I'm not really... I'm not really sure if that's like a translation error or if it was just an awkward title. Looking at the back of it, you get a totally different vibe. It almost looks industrial just with the font, almost like that mid nineties industrial new metal. So like looking at this, I was like, I don't really know what to think about this. I'm gonna have to just listen to it. I popped it in and was pleasantly surprised. You have a full on intro track, which is very atmospheric. There's nothing really heavy going on. It's just a kind of a lot of noodly guitar work, which I think is cool, but it still gave me no idea as to like what this record actually sounded like. So whenever you move into the song Alienation, that's where you start getting more of an impression of what kind of band this is. So they start off with kind of a, a little bit of a chug. And that's the first thing that I noticed is that these guitars sound like they were plugged directly into a MacBook and recorded because they lack a lot of the chunk that I think the band was intending with it. I think this band is trying to be heavy, basically, but where they're failing is the production quality is really holding them back because I don't really get any type of immediacy from the chug or anything. So I was kind of like, what are they What are they trying to do here? And then the vocals kick in and I was like, okay, now I get it. And they are going for kind of a gothic, maybe a little bit of doom metal sound. And what I think is interesting is as much as I criticized the way the rhythm guitar is on those chuggy parts, it's really the lead guitar work that steals the show here because it sounds like it was produced in a totally different studio than the, than the rhythm guitar, which is very odd and not something that I was expecting at all. But this dude plays some like really cool melodic guitar lines and he creates all of the atmosphere for this record and the vocals are a mixture of clean female vocals and uh, clean male vocals but then every now and again the male vocalist will do like a death growl which I think would fit better if the rhythm guitar was heavier and more punchy so what you get is it almost sounds like you're you're sitting in, a, in an apartment listening to an Opeth concert across the street maybe it's not that bad I mean the production quality is not that bad but you might understand what I'm trying to say here is that like it, it wants to be like a death doom band. I think it largely just succeeds as a gothic metal band that occasionally has some death growls because I don't think this achieves the level of heaviness to call it doom metal. I mean, I would, I would say the Black Sabbath's first album is probably heavier than this. And, you know, that was recorded in the late 60s. So I think they could have done better in this department. But I did find the album, whenever I, I kind of let that go, I was like, okay, this is not going to be heavy. And so I kind of moved on from that. And I was like, okay, well, this is this is all about atmosphere. And they take you in a lot of different emotional places. And so I would say probably the strongest aspect of this is the lead guitar work. And it's pretty much the only reason that I'm here. And uh, that, so I, I, I would give the album definitely a thumbs up. But with the understanding that this is not going to be a super heavy, brutal band, and I don't know what their other releases sound like. I definitely look forward to hearing them if they have other releases. This sounds pretty good. So I'm hoping if there's another album out there for me to listen to that, that it's like this, only better. And I'll move on to my third one here for this episode. Now this is interesting because it ties into another band that I actually really like. But this one's called Subterranean Masquerade. 
That's the band name. And the album title is Temporary Psychotic State. And what I thought was cool about this is I had no idea. I was just taking a guess that this was a metal album just because it was put out by the end records, which is known for doing, you know, more like gothic metal stuff. So this was this was a this was a buy just based on the record label. The cover artwork, I'm not really sure what to say about it. It's just a shitty looking room with a bunch of papers strewn about all over the floor. But the cool thing is, is whenever I opened up the jewel case, this is only a two song album, so I'm gonna call it an EP. It's 17 minutes long, so I think that qualifies it as an EP. But when you open it and take out the disc, the disc is actually a mini disc, but it's the same size as a regular CD. And the mini disc side of it is the only part that has data on it. And the rest of it is just clear plastic, which I thought was kind of cool. I didn't really see that too often. I know, I know around this time, a lot of bands were putting out, uh, you know, like early, early 2000s. So this was 2004. A lot of bands were putting out their EPs and stuff on like little mini discs. They almost look like if I can make a video game reference, they look kind of like uh, GameCube discs. You know, they don't have a lot of data on them, but I don't think they really needed it for this, for this little two-song deal. Uh, putting it in, I really didn't know what to expect because I didn't realize that they had a connection to November's Doom. The lead vocalist on this album is Paul Kerr, who is also the lead singer of the band November's Doom, who I'm a huge fan of. And I thought I recognized that right away. And this starts off not how you would expect, especially if you know that going in, that it's the guy from November's Doom because it's very acoustic starting off and doesn't get heavy until about seven or eight minutes into the first song. And he sings in that kind of like slower, melancholy, doom metal sort of voice. And it sounds cool. They, they have a lot of weird instrumentation on this album. And I kind of came away from it like not really knowing how to feel because it's so brief. It's only about, like with it being 17 minutes long, I don't really get a strong impression of what direction they were trying to go into. I feel like if this had been a full length, they could have fleshed it out better. And uh, I'm definitely gonna look into more albums by this band, because I don't think this is the only release that they had. But as a first impression, I'm definitely intrigued. I'm not sure if it's something that I'm gonna love. I mean, I definitely like it when it, the songs get heavier and he goes into more of the death vocals. But all this acoustic stuff, I'm not sure if I'm on board with yet. But uh, it's definitely interesting if they have other releases to hear what those sound like in comparison to this. I don't know if this is like par for the course for this band or if this is like a weird side street that they went down. But it's definitely cool. It's definitely a lot of fun. I mean, I'll give it a thumbs up for sure. Just because like I, I already know people that I can count on my hand that like they would like this. So it's not performed badly. It's not weird. But I can assure you to tease future episodes of Thrift Blast that I definitely got some albums that I didn't like. I kind of started with the ones that I liked. So spoilers ahead. Uh, the next episode's probably not going to be as positive as this one. That's all I have for you for this episode of Thrift Blast. If you're a Patreon subscriber for Discography Discussion, you've already heard this. Please let us know in the comments. Send us messages. Whatever you have to do to let us know if you like this series. We've had a lot of fun doing it. We've been talking about doing it for a long time, and I'm glad to be able to finally get it out for you guys. Just leave us a comment. Let us know what you think of the what you think of this series and if you want us to do stuff like this in the future. And we appreciate it. We will see you guys next week on Thrift Blast. I'm